What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Oh, my goodness. We are here once again for Aligning Divine Radio Show. I am Keisha Clark. I am super excited and grateful you are joining me and us because today there's an us. Um, I mean, there's usually an us, and today there's like a, a, an us that is a guest us. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're going to have lots of fun because <laughs> Lily is also here, as always. Um, she is giving us some information as well. So let's just dive on in. Um, so if this is your first time joining, thank you for coming to play, however and whenever you're coming to play. Um, this is Aligning Divine, and we are in this show, we are exploring and celebrating all things relating to and having to do with having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. And there's lots of things that we can talk about under that umbrella. So, um, But it is really all about um, the aligning, and we use the I-N-G with that word on purpose, <laughs> so that we can always be choosing and um, in the process of aligning. It's not a place that we get to. It is a place, uh, it is a space, and it is a process. It's a continual unfolding and, and dancing and um, motion and expansion and all of that. So um, if that's something you would like to play with, stick around for a while. And if not, we have lots of other shows on the network for you to choose from. So just have fun um, picking whatever one appeals to you. So, <laughs> so today I have invited uh, one of our, one of my sister hosts. Uh, she is another host here on the Inspired Choices Network. And um, she is uh, someone who, when we got into the topic of languages, and we were talking about that um, just last week, we're talking about languaging. Um, and so she's like one of the people that um, comes to mind very quickly when I ha am talking about anything to do with languages and speaking different languages. And, and this week we're, this, we're talking about speaking languages that people speak. Um, so it is... <laughs> It is with with great joy and honor and privilege and pleasure that I get to share with you um, my first guest on the Aligning Divine Radio Show, Elfie Jo. <laughs> hello, my darling. <laughs> hello, hello, Keisha. Thank you for having me on. And might I just acknowledge that my ego is most pleased that I am your first guest. <laughs> Well, I am happy that she is pleased, <laughs> and you just let her enjoy that all she wants to. Um, yes, yes, yes. So if, if, if for those of you who have not met Elsie Jo, I can't imagine that you haven't, but if there's a few of you, maybe one or two out there still who haven't met Elsie Jo, she is our host of, uh, she kicks off our Wednesday morning of the live shows here on Inspired Choices Network, and um, her show is Musical Magic with Elsie Jo. And Elsie actually... Um, you know, there's no, like, 
plain way to describe Elfie. So <laughs> I'm going to give you my um, experience of Elfie Joe. Magic really is probably one of the best words. And um, Elfie, she just so beautifully embodies magic and the possibilities of what can show up and be created when you ask the question, what else can we play with here and how else can we play? And so, um, gosh, I met Elfie Joe. when did, you know what, I don't even, it's been three years now. Was it at a Live Your Magic event at a, at online? Cause no, we haven't gotten to meet in person yet, so that's something it we're going to play with um, more this year. I actually remember, which is kind of amazing. <gasps> that's uh, funny. It was in magic school, pre-Live Your right. Magic even. That's right. I knew it was one. I knew it was one of those events. So, um, so I discovered that Alfie knows seven languages <laughs> and uh, speaks seven languages. You probably know more, but you speak seven languages. And um, she is so incredibly flexible uh, with her shows here on the network. She actually d records her shows in three of those different languages. Um, she does a show in English, Chinese, and Dutch, and she um, picks a topic and does a sh the, each show in the topic. So she has a series uh, every three weeks. She starts a new series with a new topic, and you can hear them in any of those three languages or all three if you want to play with that. So if you want to find out more with Elfie, play more with Elfie, definitely join her for her show on Wednesday mornings at, um, I believe it's 8 a.m. Eastern here, our time. And um, and if you want to play with all of her amazing uh copious amounts of replay of archives then just join her on her archive page you can just look up elfie joe or musical magic with elfie joe and you will find uh, lots of things to feast your ears upon so um so where this kind of where this conversation or the idea the invitation to this conversation came in was when um Elfie and I have played together in many ways. We, I've gotten to be a guest on Elfie's show a few times. And um, as I have been playing with my show, Aligning Divine, um, I'm really just having a lot of fun with kind of going wherever this, the energy takes us. And we've been playing uh, this past week with the energies and languaging of the energies and, like, how do we bring that energy in and how do we formulate um, the vibrations, the frequencies. And uh, we kind of started to get into the languages and how different languages have different... Um, I'll, I'll say the word effects or or the, how the brain responds differently, I'll say it that way, to different languages. Um, and mm -hmm. that's really where it popped to have you come and play, Elfie, is uh, as you and I have had our conversations, and I've been a um, producer of your show, several of your shows, um, because I have the great fortune of getting to be a producer here on Inspired Choices Network as well as being a host. Um it's just been amazing for me to um, observe and experience you doing the magical thing you do with with offering your show in three different languages. So I, I think where I would like us to start is what what took you in the direction of of multiple languages to begin with? Like, was it just a normal kind of thing in your life, or did you actually 
have some kind of something that intrigued you and led you to different specific languages? Um, well, so first of all, like I'm originally from Holland, and Holland is mm -hmm. kind of like famous for being tiny and small, and not many people in the world actually speak Dutch, which is like the language ah. of our country, because I'm meeting so many people. So a little step forward, I actually have been living in China for the last 12 years, and I meet mm. so many people like, oh, Holland, you speak English, right? It's like, uh, no, we speak Dutch. <laughs> Like even where I was born, I was born in the very south of Holland, and it was literally, and I'm not even exaggerating here, it was one kilometer, so that's less than a mile to Belgium wow. from my house, or from my parents' house, and uh, less than 5K, so maybe give or take three miles to Germany. So, and of course, in Belgium, people also speak uh, Dutch, but it's, it's a variation on Dutch, so to say, so it's called Flemish. But we can basically talk to each other with no problem. And, of course, then in Germany, there's German. So, like, within a radius of 5K around my house, there are all these different languages. And also, wow. in that area of Holland, we speak a hometown dialect, which is called Limburg, which is, again, different from, like, the official <laughs> language, which is Dutch. And then just wow. growing up, like, these languages just were around and... I mean, music is the universal language, right? So with my uh -huh. ears and my brain, it's just like sounds just come in, fascinate me and how they're structured uh, together. And then the really cool thing is in Holland, you know, when you watch TV series and stuff, so we get English and American uh, TV series. They're actually mm -hmm. subtitled in Dutch. So you read the captions, but you're actually listening to the English. So oh, wow. you're really excited exposed uh, to language a lot, and then me being a music lover and also a language lover, I just love playing with them, and I love the <laughs> idea of being able to communicate and to play uh, with more people, so it comes wow. very natural to me. It does, and it, that's one of the most amazing things. It's like you make it seem effortless, you know, like the ice skaters in the Olympics, and you you think you could ice skate just by watching them? Like I listen uh -huh. to you, and I go, oh, I could, I could, could I do that? <laughs> you know, because it's, and I know that you've put quite a bit of of uh, training into this, as have the, the ice skaters. Um, but it just amazes me how you do what you do with languages. <laughs> so, so how many do you officially speak? Are we correct at saying seven, or are there more? Um, well, if you, it depends if you want to be a purist uh, or not. So if you do count uh, like the dialects as my region as a different language, which it is a different mm -hmm. language, but it's like not official, but hello, mm -hmm. it's a language, so then it's seven. So you have uh, Limburg, uh, which you may or may not count whether you're a purist or not. Then you have Dutch. Mm -hmm. Uh, English, uh, quite obviously. <laughs> then there is uh, still some French in my system, but it needs to be brushed uh, brushed up a bit. Then there's German. Then there is Mandarin, Chinese, and Cantonese. So that does bring us to seven. And I can mostly understand Spanish and Italian, but I've never really studied either of those. So 
I understand mm-hmm. the information that comes in, but if I try to respond, it's it's like this big mashup somewhere in between Spanish and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sure, like, if I would set my mind to it, like, I could have that figured out in a few weeks. But I've never had that, like, okay, let's go uh, figure Spanish and Italian out. I'm like, nah, I'm like. <laughs> That is this thing, like, when you learn a language, it also loses mm-hmm. some of its mystery. Like, uh, ah. I, I speak Mandarin uh, uh, Chinese fluently because one of my shows is, uh, yeah, one of the show languages is uh, Chinese. But, as you know, Chinese isn't written in words. It's written in characters. So you could say they're like mm. little pictograms. So when I was just in China, like, I had some basic Chinese, but I couldn't really read much because yeah it's uh-huh. all pictures right and then you start learning and you, you continue learning you continue studying because I actually learned all of my Chinese uh, myself online I did an online course well, and uh-huh. um, yeah yeah because I figured like I'm, I'm already a teacher right so I might as well teach myself <laughs> right <laughs> brain and then you know you have classes you have street names and Street names are better because they actually write letters above them of how to pronounce it. So if you have a character for East, which is called Dong, mm. actually on top it will say uh, D-O-N-G, so you can actually read it. But buses don't have that. And you're like, what is that? What is that? And you have this sense of mystery, like, where is this bus going and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then you just keep okay. on studying. And then I've had it a few times, and I, I get downstairs in the morning, I was like, Oh, it goes to Nanghua Donglu Zonzan. So it goes like to the central station there and there. I'm like, oh, that was a lot better when it was still mysterious, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it does not surprise me at all that you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So were there were there languages that were more fun to learn, if we could use the word fun? Um or or less fun uh, to learn? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, English, French, and German are p- pretty basic, just at high school and just picking them up. I did uh, mm-hmm. actually not officially learn German anymore because that uh, dialect that I speak, which is called Limburg, is quite mm-hmm. closely related to German as well. So if people from my region are traveling abroad and there's some like language people around, they'll actually come ask us, oh, you're from Germany, right? And we're like super offended. We're like, no, we're not. <laughs> but it, it has that uh, flow and feel to it. But it, it is still completely different, but it's like closer related to German than to Dutch probably. So, ah. yeah, I, I, I didn't feel the need to formally study German in school. Like I can get by, especially spoken, but like please cool. do not ask me to go write business letter in, in letters to German. <laughs> that would... <laughs> not not be fun, no. And not be productive. I don't really like, uh, yeah, I don't really like grammar. So German is kind ah. of a bad choice with the, all the cases <laughs> and the verbs, do, de, dim, dim. I'm like, uh, wow. Go do French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is amazing to me, and you know. Um, so you learned languages like throughout quite a span of your your life, your your chronological years. It sounds like. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And then when did you when did you start learning and speaking Chinese? Um I started when I was uh I think about 18 with Chinese okay. cuz what happened uh it was actually quite a funny story. So when mm-hmm. I was uh turning 17, I won a scholarship to go to Japan for a few weeks. So it was a uh, Youth for Understanding Uh exchange, and I wasn't going to study there, but just go for the summer, because most of the the program is like exchange students for a year, but they always Mm -hmm. ask the host families, like, can you also host somebody for uh, X amount of time? And uh, my dad, at that time, worked for Mitsubishi Autos, which is, of course, a Japanese uh, company. Yeah. So we could apply to go uh, to Japan for five weeks. And I had never even flown at that time. So my first flight ever was Amsterdam to Tokyo. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a nice first flight to start with. So with me being me, and I I live with this amazing whole family. uh, I'm still in contact with them and and their daughters. Um, With me and my ears, like after five weeks, full-on immersion, I started to understand some Japanese and I could say some simple phrases and stuff. So I got back to Holland and I was like, well, uh, we've kind of had the hardest part, which is always the beginning, right? It's like, let's go learn Japanese. So here I am, all set to go learn Japanese. Then enter a Chinese boyfriend who is now my husband. Could have some bearing yeah. on it, yes. My, I might better switch to Chinese in this case then. Cause he, oh, that's he so actually, funny. He, studied, um, he, he went to study in England for a little bit, and then he came to Holland. So his English was uh, really good. My English was also okay at that time already. So we actually, when we met, we spoke English. Then he learned oh Dutch because we were in Holland. And then he was like, uh-huh. oh, by the way, my parents are coming to visit for like three months. Because that's the thing. Oh, no, one month. It started with one month because that's like an Asian uh-huh. parent thing. And I was like, uh-huh. uh, okay, cool. So do they speak English? Or? And he's like, uh, no. I'm like, oh, uh, that's going to be fun then. So oh, I, from that time, I started uh, learning Chinese and the beginning was again the hardest because you know in Chinese you have all these tones so if you say uh-huh. like ma, 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 ma I actually just said four completely different things so wow. he was trying to teach me like I live in let's say I was living in Helene in the south of Holland at that time so, so uh-huh. I live in Helene it's like zai Helene but like the zu and the zai I, I, I just like my tongue wasn't cooperating. My brain wasn't cooperating. <laughs> it took me a while to get it. And then once I was past that, then you know when you 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 you, you gather some momentum, and then uh-huh. then it, it it gets easier uh, the more you know. Because wow. you have, I can always say like you know when you have the uh, close tracks, when you start mm-hmm. constructing the rack, and you actually have hooks and things to hang your knowledge onto, mm-hmm. that gets easier and easier. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that in itself is a great story. Like, so you being speaking, being from Holland, uh, your husband being from China, <laughs> you both mm. were talking English the first 
time, first while that you were together. Then you learned each other's yep. languages. And yep. <laughs> wow. I mean, international. Um, like, that is amazing to me. Um, it's a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So this. So we've kind of got the backstory in a way. Um, so after we get back from break, what I'd like to do is is then let's, play with some of our uh, just fun energy theory kind of stuff and tie in this musical piece to it as well because music is your, like I would say music is your element, um, knowing you the way that I do. <laughs> and it is also you a language. Yes, yes. Um, and, and you and I have actually talked about that on your show. The rhythm of life was one of our topics we got to play with and we love to both talk about music, and we've also co-created some fun, um, uh, we could call it light language <laughs> together. So uh -huh, um, yep. that's where I kind of want to go next. So if um, if you would, folks who are listening, if you would like to uh, have a little quick, some beverage or something, or go and grab a little snacky, do it right now, because we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. I am here today with the beautiful, amazing, magical, multilingual Elvie <laughs> Joe, <LVGL. laughs> and we are on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be we will We'll be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark and I am so excited to get to share this conversation with my dear friend and sister host and sister goddess, Elfie Jo. Um, <laughs> welcome back, Elfie. <laughs> yes. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, 
kind of have the you know the logistics and the the background and some of the story. Um, what I would love to dive into is um, really playing with the energies that you perceive and are aware of within the different languages that you play with. Because I uh, I don't speak um, different human languages. <laughs> So I can't speak from the same uh, perspective as you can, which is why I wanted to bring you on and play with this. Um, what did you? What do you notice? What did you notice? What do you find that that gets created energetically with the different languages that you play with? Uh, we we have all show, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do I begin to cover a topic <laughs> as broad as this one? Um, so, oh, okay, uh, yeah, this is so funny you mentioned human languages because uh, uh-huh. we said I speak seven, but that's kind of lying because with music it's mm. eight. And oh, well, that's true, yes. Not yes. human ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. Uh, just for your brain alone, like the amount of neurological pathways that activate it when you start yeah. making cross-reference between languages and then uh, tr- uh, triangulating them and then, I don't know, even know what that's called, like quadrulindicating them and quintuplating them. Like if you're like, <laughs> yes. no one word in, in, in five languages, it's like, what I actually see right now is, you know, uh, when you go from a cube uh, to a to a hexagon to a dodecahedron, uh-huh. like it's like that kind of energy expansion uh, Ooh, I love that. to it. Yeah, okay, so it's cool. Like really, uh, and then what you do with that, it is actually funny because then it's kind of like, okay, let's say something simple, like the word book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In German, it would be Buch. In uh, Dutch, it would be Book. So they're actually very uh, closely uh, related. In Chinese, it would mm-hmm. be Shu. So that's a, a, that's a little difficult, different. But wow. because you, it is almost like you get to know the energy of Book or with the item that is Book. It is like you get uh-huh. to know it more intimately when you have other languaging systems to acknowledge it in. It's like you take the acknowledging to a next level. And that happens with everything in your life. So even if like yeah. I'm now sitting on my sofa talking to you, but if I say, that's like I just said the same in Chinese, but you feel this whole other world yeah. coming in as well. Or yeah. even if I say, yeah, ik zit nu op de bank met jou te praten. Do you feel like the the depth? That's just, so cool. It's, it's, yeah, it just it's the depth and the height. So that's maybe that again that like hexagon to dodecahedron. It is just like yeah, it just expands all through space because I kind of got the visual uh, like a very deep ocean, just like becoming deeper. But then at the same time, I also just saw like the sky opening up and expanding. So, yeah. 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 Well, and I know for me, now the one thing I can kind of re- relate from my experiential experience this time around is 
I know that, you know, growing up in theater and studying different dialects of different languages mm. um, was a lot of fun because I loved how, like, you actually use different spaces of your body to speak the different dialects. And you, you speak the words from different parts of your body as well as different parts of your mouth. You know, not just shaping your mouth differently, but actually, like, some are more guttural, like in the back of your mouth, and others come from more the the, the cheeks. You know, you have to have more wind. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, and so that is, like, a fascinating thing to me, too. Um, and I get, part of what I'm really loving about this as we're talking about it is it's, like, the full body experience you know, potential here is, I think, really part of what fascinates me about this in especially when we look at it in the terms of energy and talking about you know under this umbrella of lining up with our essence like languages offering us different ways to make those not just those connections with each other but really like what what gave rise to the the indigenous languages uh, to the different regions of this planet, and like, I'm so fascinated by, like, how did what kind of connection did that establish? You know, um, not that we have to answer that question, but that's just something I'd love to kind of play with. Do you have a sense um, in just your experiential adventures with the languages you're playing with in this lifetime alone? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what what kind of pops for you with that? if anything, but um, that's kind of what I'm, that's just what's up and waving at me, so. Okay, so it is almost like when you engage uh, with a language, like if you kind of like look at it from like the Akashic Record point of view and like from all your entanglements Mm -hmm. or all of that, like when you engage with something, uh, let's Mm -hmm. say uh, Dutch, like, if you start engaging with Dutch, like the the mm-hmm. the, the the web starts vibrating and those uh, vibes uh-huh. go out, so you are creating a ripple by engaging in it, and also that carries information to you. So if you are like uh, very sensitive, and I I'm going to assume most people that uh, listen to your show <laughs> are quite empathic, uh, they will quite totally possibly, get this. Yes. Like, I think so. That's why they might have ended up here. Uh, So you create the ripple, but as you know, a ripple also carries information back to you. So it is in some way, in some dimension, you're actually engaging with the whole history and the whole culture of Mm -hmm. the speakers of that language. And uh, for us, uh, I like to call it the aware bears, not like that, because we're also care bears, but we're the aware bears. Uh, yes. We get like overwhelmed with so much information because sometimes if I speak Chinese for a very long time, I can actually feel a rigidity in my body. I can feel I'm smiling less. I'm holding myself up straighter. And like mm. the tone of mm. my voice will actually change. It is super fascinating. And yeah. I was once... Um, there were some visiting musicians in town, which uh, they don't speak Chinese. Very strange. I don't know why, but like, I don't know. <laughs> so I was <laughs> helping them uh, translate. And then they, because they're like or, or quite artistic people, like, and they were like, you completely change personalities 
when you turn around to ask somebody something in Chinese and then you turn around and relay it back to us in English, you are two different. Yes. I'm like, yes, I can see where they would see that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I have been known to have quite um, strong st- uh, shape shifter roots, so to say. <laughs> so maybe that is just like an extra extra layer to it, like just to really go into the language and the culture. But then also, perhaps on some level, like me engaging in Chinese the way I do as a foreigner is also affecting Chinese in the whole, like on a very, mm-hmm. very small mm-hmm. scale, because it's me, me. Uh, I'm not going to say against, it's me with uh, two billion others, right? Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. fact that I am using Chinese and I, I have now stepped up and actually said, okay, yes, my Chinese might not be 100% perfect, but I am going to do a show in it anyway. Yeah. That that. You see what I'm saying? That is also... I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Wow. And so as you were talking, I was having this sense of like, um, you know, I I think I talked about this last week, um, the story of the Tower of Babel, you know, when um, mm. when the different languages were, you know, activated or cast into, depending on how you want to interpret the story, into the people. And I've always been kind of intrigued by that story, um, especially now at this point in my life where I have really this long-time awareness and it's much more clear for me now just having the experiential work with bodies and dance and arts and things like that. You know, different energies are required for different organs of the body and different energies oh, are required yeah. for different regions of the world. You know, different different continents carry different frequencies. It, you know, they have like a general energy that the continent um, uh, is, and that it transmits or that it that it translates. And so, I was just thinking about if we were to just kind of let ourselves have fun with looking at the languages of those different regions and the kind of just play with and we don't have uh, this is not for us to do necessarily on this show but i was i'm now even more curious to to look more into uh what do i notice about um you know for example in asia in the middle east um in the americas um in uh greenland or you know in, in africa like the the shape and the sound and the syncopation and the rhythms of those languages, um, like, yes, what what are they transmitting in part, you know, the energy of the land? And now that we are so international, you know, so global, because people are traveling all over the place all of the time, um, mm-hmm. we really are mixing and melding these energies. And there is that, you know, as you said, the ripple outward distributes information but you're also it it comes back to you it's it is that simultaneity of mm-hmm. um of of exchange as well so um like now this is just bringing more for me to play with in my own <laughs> Can adventures that, Joe, make you play. i know i know right <laughs> I know. Um, 
and my version of the experience with that has again was in my theater days because you know playing a character that spoke an English dialect you assume a completely different posture than playing a character oh, that's but darling, spoke, I'd love uh, to play with some with you as well mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you, you do now because I do love my my international accents as well yes yes <laughs> So however we want to do this, but then let's bring music into this as well. And, you know, we have styles of music. um, Mm -hmm. And then we have, like, uh, where different music, different instruments have originated from and different um, uh, styles, you know, uh, Italian opera versus German opera versus, you know. um, Mm -hmm. So in your, given that you are a musician and you are a teacher of music and you are an amazing um, musical magic person, um, what is it about music? What do you? What is the thing about music that? Um, I, I mean, I think I kind of am aware of this, but I'd like for you to share with our listeners. Mm-hmm. What is the music part for you? Okay, let me lay it down for you, yo. So, music <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, in my humble opinion, the universal language. Because no matter yeah. where you go in the world, people play with rhythm. People play with music. There have been drums since uh, since the cavemen. There have been flutes since the cavemen. If I take mm-hmm. uh, a, a score here from China and I take it to to you in America, we can immediately play it. Because even like the music notation is quite the same. Of course, there. There are some wow. variations around the world, which is definitely outside of the scope of this uh, show. But it's kind of funny coming from somebody who speaks so many languages. Like music just <laughs> takes the need for words away. Because as yes. we saw before, when you engage with a language, you engage with the culture, you engage with the history. So you're getting a mm. lot of perhaps some older, staler energies and like, this is the way it's always been, so it must be that in that mm. way. So in a way, language is also a bit of a limitation because you're trying to translate oh, yes. energies into words, which can be yes. helpful. It's extremely helpful for radio shows, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> right, yes, indeed, indeed. Or if you're looking for the bathroom, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> And but it is like music just goes to the core much more directly, and music speaks to people. Music like meets people where they are. So it's just not a style yeah. discussion. It's like oh yes, I prefer romantic over classical or anything of that. But music will always touch you much more uh, directly. Um, than mm-hmm. words could. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like a very good poem, or maybe something like that. But then you're already like mm-hmm. poem. You're already talking about language artistry. You're not just right. talking about speaking it, right? Yeah. Yes. So for me, yes. it's a Great much point. more direct energy transfer. I love that. Oh my goodness! So. So good. We're kind of in, in a moment. I feel like we just sort of like suspended into this lift um, on this beautiful ripple of energy. So I, I'm kind of getting a sense of this might be a good place to take our break and just let ourselves enjoy this <laughs> for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if if that is all right with you. Um, so yes, uh, just invite all of you to play with this energy. Whatever you're noticing showing up, um, it's kind of like for me, it feels kind of like we just sort of went through. Uh, a door, a threshold, you know, kind of thing. And and now we're into this even more expansive yumminess. We don't have to give it a name. We don't have to define what it is, which is precisely um, one of the things I, too, love about music and what music can invite us to and and co-create with us. Um, so you are listening to, my friends, Aligning Divine radio show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my dear, amazing, magical friend, Elfie Joe. We will be back in just a moment, so please allow the floating to continue for a few moments. <laughs> Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine radio show with soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. For fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> and as we um, allow ourselves to be in this floaty energy, welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. Thank you so much for playing with us today. Uh, I have my dear friend Elfie Joe here to play with this beautiful conversation about language and the energies of language and the, all of this yumminess. And uh, before we dive back in, um, while we're still in our floaty place, would you let folks know how they can play with you more, Miss Elsie Joe? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, uh, super welcome to my show right here on the network. It's Musical Magic with Elsie Joe. So just jump on right uh, into the archives where Keisha's uh, show uh, lives as well as so many others. And uh, mm -hmm. you're also welcome to uh, drop by my website, which is lfijo.com, so E-L-F-Y-J-O.com. And these days, I uh, set up a cool booking system. So if you want sessions with me, either um, clarinet technical sessions or general music coaching sessions, you can check those out at lfijo.as. Me. And um, there is information uh, right there in Chinese and English um, of what I'm offering. And um, if you'd like to play, you can book me right there. <laughs> and I highly recommend playing with Elfie however you can, even if you are not what you would, <laughs> if you would not even call yourself a musician. Um, I would just invite you to play with the possibility of uh, a couple of sessions with Elsie around music. 
um, you might discover some really cool um, things about you and your body and your life with regard to music. Elfie might have some of her amazing magic that she can share with you that would help open some doors and some new possibilities and new awarenesses for you to play with. So, um, even okay. if you don't have an instrument per se, you can still play with Elfie Joe. <laughs> so, exactly. Music is not required. <laughs> You're welcome. Love. Exactly. And, um, and we, of course, you and I, we already know we're going to have a second conversation. Uh, we're going to continue this. Uh, we knew that that was in the works. And so, uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. So, beautiful peeps, keep an ear out for the next, uh, the, not necessarily the part two, but the continuation. Um, we're going to be exploring this topic as we move into um, sound and silence, and we will have some more emphasis on the, the music part. And I do want to give peeps a little taste of um, the music and your music as it flows through you. And I believe you have your your friends in the room with you, your instrument friends. So if if you would like to share <laughs> one with us, um, please do. We would be ever so uh, delighted and grateful. <laughs> uh, you know, I happen to have uh, four instruments in a five-meter radius, but uh, <laughs> the one that is uh, waving to play is uh, the flute. So uh, let me adjust nice. uh, my microphone and... Let's, let's just continue on floating. I think that's a very good idea. So uh, what I'd like to ask people to do, um, if you're not driving or doing anything dangerous, at least close your eyes. And for now, <laughs> try to breathe in the music, like literally through your breath, but also mm. like try just to let your full body absorb it. So absorb it with your eyes, with your head, with your throat, with your chest, uh, with your hips, with your legs, with your toes. Just like really like like a sponge. Just like soak up the music and see what it uh, can contribute to your body. So here we go. Mm. <laughs> My, I have a very happy body. My body is quite happy. She's having a big smile. Um, so, uh, 
So all of you who are playing with this, I wonder what are what are you noticing? Um and um yeah, those ripples, they're pretty they're pretty awesome, aren't they? <laughs> mhm. Yeah, and I mean oh. people like do let us know, like uh go to the Facebook page of this show or like to the mm-hmm. network page and just like type in the comments like what you notice, like if anything, you could also be like, uh well, you should mm-hmm. help you're quite cute, but I didn't notice anything. Well, you can write that too. Like, you don't have totally. to notice anything, you know? <laughs> yep. You don't lose any points if you didn't experience the the floaty or the, the yummy. That's totally fine. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll include all of it. Um, wow. So, okay, we're at about the six-minute mark. I know this flies so incredibly fast when we're having so much fun, um, which is why we're going to play again. So, um Mm-hmm. So where now? Um, I, and I kind of, I kind of want to just do a little teaser with this because you know another language that uh, is talked about, especially in the healing circles, healing communities, uh, is light language. And um, speaking so many different people languages that you do, um, have you? How do I want to ask this? Um, what what is that for you? Have you had an experience of your own uh, version of that, or is that what music is for you? Or what what occurs for you with the term light language? Uh, it's actually quite easy and quick for me to um, connect to that, or even like speak. Yes. The thing is, because my energy is so random, and I am so random, uh, it comes in differently each time. So I do not have, like, a recognition pattern, like, for my specific light language. Um, Uh I think it's, like, the same as with the human languages. I speak a whole bunch of them, and it's, like, whatever the energy is required uh, is allowed to come through. Yeah. I, I, I could... I could bring one up if you want to play with that right now. That is totally fine. Or if you want to save it for our next conversation and we can um, get into the juice of it at that point, if whatever feels light. Mm. <laughs> no pun intended. Or maybe pun was intended. <laughs> <laughs> so intended, Tisha. Totally. <laughs> I love I can relate from the you know my experience with my my version of that and my the toning work the sound work that the sound play I guess I could call it that I do um, which mm-hmm. you and I have gotten to play with too and so so what would be what would for you what is the thing you most desire I don't know if most is really the an important piece there but what would you desire for people to consider playing with when it comes to languages. Um, 
that's feeling like mm. what is asking to be shared here. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you the floor for the next three minutes. <laughs> Or the mic, as it were. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kisha just handed <laughs> me the keys to the show. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what I really like for people uh, to engage with is the play of it all. Because in this world, we're trained to be very serious. Uh, at school, we're trained, like, each subject has an hour a day and then a few hours a week. And... Uh, they don't mix, they don't mingle, they don't cross over or or anything like that. And my invitation mm. is really like all the parts of your life, all your energies that you have, like how can they play with each other? And if you don't speak another language, like don't uh, don't judge yourself for it. Like maybe you were in, in, in an environment where that kind of thing was not uh, encouraged at all. So... What if a certain language is winking at you and this week you could learn two words? That would be amazing. Then you would know two words in a different language that you've never known before. And then you can feel like, oh, this is something I enjoy playing with. Or you could be like, mm, I'm quite happy with my one language. Thank you very much. But you might want <laughs> to go painting or something. Like It is really my invitation is to play and have fun on this ginormous playground that we call planet earth and when mm. you're playing you're also engaging and open to others and you can actually mm -hmm. create something new coming from uh, communion and kindness so of course communion and kindness starts within yourself so having no barriers being open to information being open to different languages and then not judging any of it just like engage in the parts that are fun for you, and then connect to others that also play in that way. That oh, would be the healthy way. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just totally blissed out. That's perfect. <laughs> and yes, yes, yes to all of that. So you have this beautiful invitation, my friends, and if you want to experience uh, some of what Elsie is, is inviting you to definitely play more with her on her show, uh, Musical Magic with Elfie Joe, and in any way that you can. And for now, we wish you an amazing week having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day in whatever language uh, comes through for you. So thank you, Elfie. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you again next Wednesday, or we'll talk again. How about that? Thank you for listening <laughs> to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.